0: now okay you're on the youtubes i
1: think working. it's immediate not yet there all right ready welcome everybody to the monthly movie dispatch uh this is the second time we're going live uh Tuesday, well, supposed to be at eight we'll we call this our sixth
0: sixth time going live
1: sixth time we had some technical difficulties yeah um so we're going up a little bit late here but in the future we're going to try to be as close to 8 p.m on tuesdays um i'm brandon bolby your host for this week i am new york um and i have my co-host with me sean bolby from seattle washington hey we are reviewing the disney film raya and the last dragon so going forward, it's just going to be two of us for the most part here on the podcast. Um, and we'll switch it up. There'll be different combos of you know the four of us, but only coming to you in pairs of two every single week. Um, two by two. So yeah, I picked Ryan the Last Dragon because... There's, so there's Pixar that everyone knows and loves and every new Pixar film, like the last one, which was Soul, right? That just came out. Yeah. Um pretty beautiful significant. And yeah, they're owned by Disney, but you also have the Disney animated films, which they have their huge history of beautiful hand-drawn films and their rocky more <laughs> recent past of uh, a decade of some ups and downs, Frozen 1 and 2.
0: They've always had some ups and downs. That's there true. Some yeah. some middle years there that where they had some, you know, kind of down years. The Don, even the, way back in the day. Don Bluth uh, left to Disney and yeah, there are some down years. How,
1: however, but... I I picked Raya because I think recently, even with um you know Frozen one or two, which me and you had issues with, they are trying harder than a lot of other animated studios right mm-hmm. now, and they're putting a lot of money into these films and trying to craft some pretty big stories. Um, some of my like favorite of the you know last decade was Moana. I mm-hmm. think you'll agree
0: with that. Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, that was a really impressive film. And um, also one of my other favorites was Big Hero 6, which I thought was a great kids' adventure movie. And, um, yeah, those are a few reasons why I picked Raya. I mean, what were some of your favorite recent Disney
0: high-budget um, films? Yeah, definitely Moana was, I mean, All Around for me was a, a really good, solid film. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that one really stands out. Um, most of the other ones are kind of—I'm um, either lukewarm um, on, or just kind of thought they were fun, but didn't don't really stand out to me. Yeah, is this um,
1: utopia kind of? Yeah, I had mean some good stuff, but it's kind of.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, same, and for me, same with Big Hero Six. And, and admittedly, oh. I only watched it once, oh, way back. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've never really been, um, too excited about any of their movies until really Moana.
1: And have you seen Wreck-It Ralph or Ralph Breaks the Internet?
0: I've seen Wreck-It Ralph. I've, I think I've seen pretty much all of them. Um, and if I haven't like sat down and actually watched them, I've caught them, uh, at, uh, Kelly's sister's house with her kids.
1: Okay. They watch these Really, Yeah. They,
0: they pop them on. Every once in a while.
1: So Ryan, the last dragon, I was genuinely curious about. Um, So let me read the uh, synopsis for this film. Uh, In a realm known as Kumandra, a reimagined earth inhabited by an ancient civilization, a warrior named Raya is determined to find the last dragon. So this film was directed by Carlos Lopez Estrada, and if I remember correctly, I think this was the director of Blind Spotting, which on the monthly movie Dispatch, Whoa. I think all four of us put in our top 10. Mm-hmm. And we all. So loved. good. Did you wow, realize that, is...
0: that until now? I did not. No, not at all. Um, I yeah. also didn't realize that Kelly Marine Tran was uh, the uh, main character, um, Raya. Raya. Now you, you said That's
1: that my... right before we started recording, too. Mm-hmm. Who's Kelly Marine Tran?
0: Uh, she is. Um, uh, what's her name from uh the last Jedi
1: oh right okay yeah the the one uh, that uh...
0: yeah
1: <laughs> what is she what does she do in that movie the one everyone was.
0: Was very upset about it for uh, yeah for that
1: poorly written character that made a lot of weird decisions. Yeah, that okay, everyone
0: everyone blamed on Jedi. her directly on her for some reason. Oh right, yeah.
1: <laughs> this isn't a last Jedi critique, but that is interesting. Yeah, I did not realize she was uh, the voice actor for this movie. Mm-hmm. Actually, and no, another one, Aquafina. Um, not until I put that in the show notes did I realize it was her. I was actually thinking it was the um, girl from that six-part series. About restarting her day, that you guys all write was it Fleabag, or
0: was the star Is of that what? what it's called? I'm sorry, I was what's looking. that
1: six episode, quick, fun series that came out like last year that everyone loved?
0: With about Aquafina? the girl who
1: restarts her day. No,
0: oh, um, the the um, Russian doll one.
1: Yeah, Russian doll. I thought I was certain it was the lead character from Russian doll. Oh who has a uh, a very similar voice apparently to Aquafina um her uh, oh, name yeah, is she has a very Natasha Leone. yeah yeah it's the gravelly, gravelly
0: voice yeah <laughs> so you thought that was her it was. the this whole movie for the like entire the entire movie oh, i wow. thought it was her yeah
1: um
0: i uh yeah i have a few of those uh from uh animated movies like i yeah. always thought what is it billy crystal was in the lion king is that what it was? Wait, is Billy? I don't know. One of them. I'm not even going to go down that road. I don't remember.
1: (laughs) Well, this, this movie is available on Disney plus, uh, which is where I saw it, um, at home on my couch. I believe it's a $30 rental. So it is a little pricey, but eventually I think after a month or so, it's going to pop up for free. So you can just wait and it'll be fine. I mean, and
0: and Um, I will say you have a family of four. It's cheaper than going to a movie. So, Exactly,
1: um, that's what it's meant for. You mm -hmm. know, it's not meant for one person just to drop thirty on, Mm -hmm. like I did alone. Although
0: I, I will say I did. um, I've got this right here. I got my movie ticket. I went and saw it in theaters, Dolby. Oh uh, oh, shit! Saw it in Dolby Atmos yesterday.
1: This is your Uh, second movie.
0: mm -hmm. It's my third movie. The third movie in theaters, second in Dolby Atmos. Um, That's pretty awesome. How did it feel? Very much enjoying it um feels very very good to be back do this especially
1: in i'm sure with the animation of this film mm-hmm. there was oh, yeah. a lot it to just look
0: fantastic at. really fantastic. i
1: i guess we can start there or start what i thought about this movie um this movie and like a lot of other disney and also pixar films are absolutely incredible what they're doing for animation on high budget movies nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like there there was like a few, maybe five minutes in the middle of the movie where my mind started wandering and just looking at other stuff besides the characters. And I actually started playing this game in my head of like, if I just like inserted a real person into the backdrop they're walking, like in this wide shot, would it look like a high budget like blockbuster film Mm
0: -hmm. that just
1: was using CG for like a whimsical wide shot? and i was like i would 100% think this would be in any other film like there there's nothing that stylized about like the water effects or yeah. the wood on the boat it's yeah. just like hyper real
0: yeah definitely that, that kind of seems to be what what they're the the style that they and uh pixar are going for these days um yeah you just replace the char- the um animated characters with live action um people um and you wouldn't even question and, it yeah I think
1: um, so at least that's yeah when i was trying to use my imagination in the middle of this film that's what i concluded mm-hmm. it's you, pretty remarkable
0: yeah or you replace them with uh like lion king quality animated characters and you right <laughs> would yeah. have a very hard time telling the difference
1: yeah that's true we also had lion king come mm-hmm. out last last yeah. year which was in that exact department jaw dropping
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i i I think to me, um, I think to me, this was a average film. I'm gonna say, like, I'm not too. I like I have. There's like some nits to pick. It's not like Mulan where I was losing my mind after. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of beautiful stuff to look at, and there's some like really good adventure that these characters go on as well. Yeah. Um, But overall, I. Don't think this was anything too much in either direction. And I'd be, I'm interested to see which way you pulled on it, but I'm just like, okay, like meh. Um, I liked it while I was watching it, but I don't think it's gonna, I'm ever going to need to think about it or Um, complain or boast about it again.
0: Yeah. um, I would say I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, I think we can we, we can really dig into a lot of the different aspects of this movie. There is a lot of great ideas uh, that I really liked. I really like the, you know, the traveling nature of the movie. It had, mm-hmm. it had a pretty big scope, um, you know, from mm-hmm. it's like o- the origins of the movie that take place like 500 years ago to like um, kind of the, the, prologue of the movie and then it cuts like six years later and then in that time frame she's traveling like all around this world um and you get you know into the mountains into the frozen tundra into the desert and you know she's um so i i really like that adventure aspect of the movie um i obviously the animation was really great um I really liked, I, I loved Rhea, Rhea and es, uh, especially her relationship with the, um, the antagonist of the film. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was, they had great dynamics. Um, <clears throat> and you know, that when they actually kind of, um, got together and, and confronted each other and, um, you know, there were some emotionally really impactful moments that they had together, um, and I think you feel yes. that in part because of the the scope of the movie, because you know, like they knew each other when they were like six years old or like I don't, know, twelve years old, ten years old. I think so. she
1: mentioned it was a six-year difference, but yeah, yeah we don't a, really.
0: There was a six-year difference, but we don't know. A- anyways, so maybe yeah, like, like six 10 years to earlier, sixteen or something. Yeah, something like that. So, and the, and you can kind of tell that they have had this history, um, between. Those these two time frames and Mm -hmm. you get a sense of, you know, she's always kind of after Rhea and um, always kind of tracking and following where she's going. So I really loved that dynamic. And I think for me, that was really what carried me through the movie. Um, Those two things. Um, And uh, virtually all the emotional impact of the movie kind of hinged on on that relationship um definitely i do think definitely. yeah i i would say there were a few things that stood out um in the movie a few scenes um but yeah i think overall it was i there were some issues um i don't think they at least story wise narrative wise i don't think they um took any risks um i remember when in, in the very beginning of the movie when she, or when she first actually uh, finds the dragon early on quite early. Cause mm-hmm. I haven't, I hadn't seen any trailers. I didn't know hardly anything about it going into, it. I was the, a little bit like, oh, I wish I almost wish the movie had been about her journey alone rather yeah, than hundred, kind of that.
1: I had the same thought. I was like, wait, where the dragons already here. Yeah. Like, um, I thought this was the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of points in the movie where, or in the first like third or half even, where I thought that was the movie, but then it kept pushing itself forward quickly mm-hmm. because I had so much to cover. Yeah. Um, which is cool because it like we both said, the scope does draw you in. The scope of this film makes it move and makes it interesting. Um, but at the same time, I think it was possibly missing like, yeah. Like you said, like some of the more interesting parts that could be dived into in this massive story, yeah. like her alone in the desert over and over again, searching for this dragon, uh-huh. but never finding it and being disappointed about that. Uh-huh. Um, because when she find, when she does find it, we're only 20 minutes into the film uh-huh. and, and
0: there's like, this giant right... dragon in
1: front of us. And I was just like, uh, okay, and here. right All
0: at right. the beginning of the main main storyline like yeah. there's the the prologue I guess you could say and then right at the beginning of the actual storyline she finds the dragon. Um yeah, I totally agree. And you could you could definitely just say, "Well, that's just not the story that they were telling. That's that's not this movie." Um but you know, I don't know, something about it but just I, uh, just I, kind of think- um it just like there, there was a longing, I guess, when I was watching it. And I will say, like, Moana is similar in that Moana finds uh, Maui right at the beginning of the movie. I mean, you spend, a, you have a little bit of time with her uh, before she finds Maui, but she finds her, or she finds Maui, uh, you know, at the end of kind of the first act, I think you could say. And, um, and it's a similar adventure from then on, but mm-hmm. for some reason, um, maybe it's just that I I thought there was such a strong um, introduction to her character and a strong introduction to the world that she had uh, that we were being dumped into that um, I almost you know there, I was left wishing that that there was kind of more of that. Um,
1: yeah, I think I agree. I like one thing. I see this movie as. Or immediately, I saw this movie. This should be a Disney plus like animated season of a show, yeah, because there are so many sections mm-hmm. to this like epic adventure, and there could be so much more depth and world building. And I mean, you're saying that you you never want to criticize a movie for it not being yeah. what you wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. but I think what this movie was was a really hyper fast paced montage of what could be like an epic trilogy of a book or a trilogy of a TV series. Mm -hmm. And and uh, yeah, I didn't get those like intimate moments. I didn't get the world being like flushed out and felt lived in. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a lot of beauty that I was looking at like visually, but I wasn't necessarily like feeling, um, I wasn't feeling the villages or the towns or the, Mm -hmm. they had five different, Countries for some reason it could have been three, like yeah. Um, and I, I they were trying to distinguish them visually very much so, but I didn't feel any different, you know, different mm-hmm. when she went to the different locations. Um, yeah, I, I mean, mean there's brings up the big yeah, comparison ahead. to Avatar. I feel like mm. um, the last Airbender or the blue. Yeah, people. the last Airbender, of course. I I feel like this is very inspired by stories like that and mm-hmm. I, I don't think necessarily know if disney would have gotten here without a show like avatar the last airbender mm-hmm. uh, did yeah. you see those connections at all going um this all?
0: yeah in uh, kind of in the look of it, of it the the way that they i mean it's certainly not a, or avatar the last airbender wasn't isn't the only thing to have done this but it is the only thing i can think of in that kind of style um yeah, like eastern animated, asian yeah. inspired
1: like yeah. Art and art design and culture and mm-hmm. architecture. Yeah.
0: yeah. And um, definitely, I mean, how distinct everything about the different locations um, looked. Yeah. And it's like almost like, like a video game, like uh-huh. you have
1: different biomes that you wander into and they're yeah, just definitely. all of a sudden a hundred percent different than the last yeah. place. You
0: came yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Um, and I certainly agree that uh, this movie probably, or the decision to go with a story like this was influenced by the, the success, success of avatar, avatar. Mm-hmm.
1: um, fantasy, adve- yeah. epic adventure, yeah. you know, with kingdoms it, and tribes and cultures. And, um, uh-huh.
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I yeah. also, I, there were, there are a few, um, other ones. I, I think, uh, Kubo and the two strings. Um, I, I got right. some notes of that. I was, um, if i didn't get totally bogged down today uh schedule wise i was going to try to come up with a boom goes the dynamite for uh kubo and the two strings and rea and the last dragon but um kubo
1: and the two strings being a remarkable yeah. film by like yeah. uh
0: yeah some i mean like yeah like a studios
1: like a studios um, um, yeah. Brilliant film. I mean, this this isn't this isn't there. This yeah. isn't Kubo by any means. Yeah. But yeah, the adventure and the art direction. I see what mm-hmm. you're talking about.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> um, and also a lot of the themes of of. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, there's a there's a lot of um, of different uh, you know previous works that I, that uh, popped into my head while watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, as far as the um, not the animation in terms of the look of the movie, but the fighting of it, uh, Kung Fu Panda is is one that popped in my head. The, I never saw that. If you saw that, there's. They, they I mean,
1: definitely, like, um, they gave like forethought to the action scenes. Mm-hmm. They it was like you could see what was happening. It wasn't over edited. Uh-huh. And there's actual choreography going on on the screen, and I re- yeah. I appreciated that for sure.
0: Yeah, and it it really felt like the action. It, it almost felt like the action scenes were choreographed by real people and yeah. animated to almost to their movement. So you like actually got the feeling of of weight and um, mm-hmm. momentum and uh, y- y- of all the impacts and. Um, yeah, right and at this
1: right from the start when she's like fighting her father in the kind of training opening mm-hmm. and there's like these these like medium shots where you actually see like multiple moves happening all in once and it's a little bit like creative and mm-hmm. like someone's actually thought this through um and they also use like they use this technique of trying to have realistic looking camera movements mm-hmm. and like a lot of like you know I've seen behind the scenes footage of of people working on similar things and like they um, actually use a real handheld camera, but they mm. are, you know, it's attached to the computer. So you can actually kind of get that like motion that yeah. you would get with a real handheld person doing it, even mm. though it's being captured by the
0: computer. The whole yeah. Time. I think like Peter, and I saw a lot I remember of that in Peter there. Peter Jackson. A lot. I remember in uh, the behind the scenes of Lord of the Rings of Peter Jackson, just with the VR goggles and a, and a fake uh, foam right. camera running around.
1: Right. Um and yeah, it's, definitely. it's not like overly smooth or crisp or manufactured. Uh, it like feels way more natural. Yeah.
0: And... and I'm I'm curious um if so I know Pixar pretty much everything is done not by hand, but by the like all the performances in Pixar movies um and I assume all the camera movements and everything is done by the animators like by hand, not not by hand, but mm-hmm. um you know, actually by the animators on the computers. Uh, But there are a few scenes in this movie where um, especially like one that popped out um, that the first time I noticed it was there was a close up on Rea's dad um, as he was talking. And it really looked like it was motion captured. Um, And I wonder if if they actually used some kind of motion capture technology in this movie, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, as well as with the the camera.
1: I remember the exact shot you're talking about. Yeah. Um, this is like in the, it's like in the past. It's the flashback yeah, thing right yeah. after that fight. Yeah. And I actually was like, something's up with that. I, I had a different thought. I was like, cause the animation did look a little weirder mm-hmm. on him. And I wondered if it was like, in my head, I was like, maybe he's a cheaper like character model that they're not spending hmm. as much time on. Anyways, it's a very different reaction than you, but it's interesting that we both had a reaction to the same. I did
0: get an awkward react, a bit of an awkward reaction to that, and my Mm -hmm. I was wondering. So I noticed that, and I thought it was maybe because they did motion tracking for him, and um, and I thought maybe it was bad motion tracking, maybe it didn't track right, maybe the actor was doing something and it just didn't didn't translate, Uh, because that that those kinds of things can happen. and then this I didn't notice so it for specific. any other characters. Like, yes, this I is... never
1: thought I would bring this up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but it's uh, crazy. We but both, it did look like, a little awkward. It, but it's interesting. We both mm-hmm. reacted to it. I think I have I have some beef to pick with mm-hmm. this movie. It's a yeah. pretty big thing for a children's animated film. I mean, we're so used to Pixar just getting this so right all the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't think this was very funny for how goofy it was.
0: Yeah, for I... a
1: majority of pretty much every character in this movie is like eccentric and flamboyant and weird uh- uh-huh. and
0: I hate to say it but aquafina kind of didn't work for me her her comedy kind of just didn't work for me and I wonder if it was like was she just alone in a studio and 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 was she told do your aquafina funny thing mm-hmm. and then she would kind of do her aquafina funny thing but she didn't have anyone to bounce those funny things off of and we need more jokes yeah more jokes more more funny and she wasn't didn't have anyone to bounce those off of she didn't have really anything visual except for maybe some storyboards to go off of and it just it didn't work for me and especially it was really jarring um from like that such a uh, kind of a dark uh kind of a gritty uh (laughs) world that they like just kind of throw you in, in the beginning of, of the movie when they cut back to Rhea six years later. And then Aquafina comes in and it was just kind of jarring that she was so goofy and a lot of her jokes just weren't landing. And yeah, it, it really didn't I even work.
1: noticed our lead character, like in the opening, like flashback thing was just like overly eccentric um, and, was just like they need to like calm these characters down uh, like every once in a while so they seem like real humans like um they were just feeding her just crazy animation and dialogue right from the start when she was interacting with her dad and and stuff Mm -hmm. and i i think it could have used like a more like uh, like anchor of a character whether it was our lead or one of her sidekicks that was like more normal carries through this because ev- like everybody constantly trying to crack jokes and then mm-hmm. also nothing really even being that funny or clever
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Really made the wrong way. For most of the film. Yeah.
0: Um, not only was it not funny, but it, it kind of, it really took away from the, the tone and the like and the good character. Story they were yeah. To tell. Yeah. And, and the character that they were building with Rhea, I mm-hmm. think um, it just, yeah, it didn't, didn't really mesh well um but let's talk about the elephant in the room what or rather the baby in the room
1: <laughs> oh yeah yes that movie baby definitely had a problem was mind-boggling. with was mind
0: boggling i can't grasp what they were going for were with the that baby not enough yeah how what? did they
1: get to monkeys with like a, a hyper baby. intelligent kung fu baby that couldn't speak. Yeah. But was also still kind of a baby.
0: It was like is like, this a is this like a uh in the boss babies universe or something? I don't get it. Yeah. Like
1: especially since it was like four characters all in one.
0: Yeah. It was, it was a s-
1: very weird choice. I don't think I was as offended as it by you, but the whole thing together like the package of them being all one unit that we're supposed yeah. to care about was just like, I don't know how you even get there. And it, it didn't help.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, it, was it really taking you out of it? It
0: re- it really was. Um, okay. Yeah, unfortunately it was, it was just so baffling to me. And so out of nowhere and out of place for this world. It's like, I kind of, I would have been able to have accepted the monkeys, I think. Yeah, just totally because of like I I get it I get what they're going for it's kind of a Disney thing like um I feel like they've they do that kind of th- they they have to do that kind of thing or at least they I mean, think they, they have to do on that kind YouTube of yeah
1: in like Thailand of monkeys stealing stuff and yeah like, yeah. the street vendors so like, yeah so and you can I get where they're going yeah for.
0: you get that but like the baby just like didn't make any sense it didn't fit in the world and it like and Such then a, like throughout the movie it was. It was okay if it was would have just been that one scene where they steal the thing and then they they leave the baby behind. But the baby being there through all the emotional, uh, you know, the the climactic moments of the movie, like towards the end when they're, you know, they, they have that big climax and then it like cuts to the baby and the baby has the baby's moment and i was just like also what just are like you doing danger here?
1: like <laughs> i mean i wasn't thinking that about kid. that but the kid it's not like she found the kid in the woods like the kid was in an entire flourishing city yeah. like she could have <laughs> should have left it with somebody yeah i mean was i wasn't
0: even thinking about that i was just thinking <laughs> know, about the to, like, like oh yeah my... oh yeah <laughs> um But, yeah, anyways, the baby really, really did not work for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a mind-boggling decision. And, um, yeah, really took me out of some key moments.
1: Potato bug armadillo really worked for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, The character design on that thing and the fact, just the idea of it, like, growing, you know, 10 sizes Mm -hmm. um, in those six years. Yeah. And it being this like vehicle, I mean very avatar-esque I thought, mm. like having this oversized animal yeah um carry her through her adventure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um it was it like the visuals of it looked amazing. Yeah. And just the whole idea of how she rides on it, I thought was just a great concept.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um I think in the climax or, you know, they probably could have done something more with um with uh, I forget what his name was, <clears throat> um, Tuk 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 Tuk. Well, oh, played by Alan the, Alan Tudyk. Alan let's Tudyk talk about the, the voice. And yeah, let's we, spoilers, Yeah, let's, let's, let's jump into spoilers.
1: We're a good chunk into here, so if you have not seen the movie, you don't want to hear anything about where the movie goes. Please stop now. However, we're going to continue on with spoilers. Yeah. Go ahead, Sean. So, what did you think about some aspects of the end, dude?
0: Aside from the baby. Um, a lot of it really worked for me Um, as much as I was kind of pretty on the fence um, if not pretty kind of negative on the, on the movie uh, throughout the the movie um, the ending actually kind of pulled it back and the visual of, you know, the stone people having their, their hands out um, and the, the, establishing of that story of the dragons coming together and entrusting, uh, Sisu's, uh, Sisu with the, the dragon stone. Um, and then Mm -hmm. that moment of, of bringing them together and, and just, you just have to trust each other for, Mm -hmm for once. And and that
1: our hero is the one who gives up first. Yeah.
0: And, and I lets yeah, the uh, secondary character. And I loved and Yeah, and I loved how it was the the hero's decision um to be the one to trust. She wasn't she wasn't the the hero who uh, everyone trusts in our hero and our hero is presented with the the dragon stone to save the day. It was the the hero's decision and the, the way that our hero saved the world was through her decision to trust someone else, her enemy, uh, Mm -hmm. who has hurt her so much in her life. Um, and yeah, I thought that was a pretty powerful moment, uh, and a pretty powerful message. Maybe a twist. Yeah, definitely a cool twist. Um, and a cool twist on, on like that, superhero or the uh on the hero some hero tropes um but uh yeah it uh it definitely worked for me how how did it work for you
1: i i wasn't fully there with you i think i liked all the ideas of the ending like we're just saying her her giving in stepping back being consumed by the stone Mm -hmm. so our hero character or our secondary character who was the villain can finish things off. I thought was a really great idea. Um, there was, there was like some things going on around it that I was like getting a little in my head about. Um, like I thought the uh, villain character stayed a villain for a little too long. And I just wasn't on board with her evilness after the fourth time she decided to stay evil mm-hmm. for no reason. Um, especially the shot before, right before that moment where she like, they didn't need this. I don't know why they added the movie where she goes to like, leave the cave as literally the entire world is ending. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They have this extra shot of her considering to like escape one last time. Uh, huh. and I'm just like, like your mom, like your, what are you even escaping
0: for? Uh,
1: huh. like, Yeah. yeah. And even before that, I thought they needed to stop having her be evil. Um, but they, they took it a step further. Even then, she still had not up her mind. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that like kind of distracted me a little bit from the other good ideas that you're mentioning in that scene. Because mm-hmm. I think there was both going on at the same time. Um, it, like you said, there it was a little bit inconsequential in the end. Um, I kind of really felt that way about Frozen 2 was insanely inconsequential every single character turned out to be perfectly loving and peaceful and amazing at the end of the movie yeah um and it had a little bit not it was not nearly anything like frozen 2 but it had a little bit of that going on um Mm -hmm. and i just wish it had like calm had a little bit more mixed at the ending giving you like uh more more things to think about i don't know than everything just being perfect and good Mm mm-hmm yeah, I, I mean, one it was, of the big was, yeah. things that they added that was like too far was like every single dragon coming back and resurrecting the other dragon. Mm. And just, I didn't even know why the dragons were there. Like that stone had been together before the yeah. past six years ago. Um, uh-huh. I don't, I didn't know how the magic worked and all every yeah, single dragon.
0: exactly. I have no idea why all the dragons didn't come back before. Yeah. No and idea. that was just
1: like a little bit too much of everything being good. I felt like if they had let Aquafina just like maybe be dead and the characters were sad about it and had to mm. live with their choices for a bit. I don't know. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I had a moment after, um, you know, they finally put the stone together and, uh, the antagonist finally, uh, finally kind of turns into stone and sits there next to right. Or, you know, Right, right there next to Raya. Um, I kind of thought for a second that they were, <laughs> it, they were gonna. Oh, because it, could I, it actually fades out on Raya, right. right? It fully fades out. Yeah, and so Goodbye. I, and I kind of thought like, oh, that would be cool if they ended it here.
1: <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> dark but everyone made the right decision yeah, in the yeah
0: yeah definitely Ooh. and like ugh, i know it couldn't couldn't possibly work in a kid's family movie everyone would walk away disappointed but it's just yeah one of those things you know just longing yeah, for I mean, for that
1: disney pixar does this all the time but like disney animated needs to realize they need to be a little more yeah um I keep slipping on this word. What do I want to say? Like com- risky. complex. Yeah, Indiana. complex,
0: taking taking risks, taking thematic hmm. and and story risks. Um, you know, I don't know if Pixar has ever gone that that dark or that um risky. Um, you know, like Wally comes back, he makes his big sacrifice and he comes back and um, you know, secondary or tertiary characters certainly um have died in Pixar movies um and and made that sacrifice like Bing Bong in <clears throat> Inside Out but I don't know if if Pixar's ever really gotten that gone that far um but yeah it just kind of going from that to from what could have been just such a good and complex and interesting ending to an over-the-top happy, everything's good, and mm-hmm. and happy, and like, you know, I don't. I know they all came together, and like, random people from the five different um, kingdoms came together, but does that really solve anything? I don't. I don't really understand how it solved anything. Um, if if they have been at war for. You know, five hundred years. Um, right. What I mean, exactly is it? I that... guess
1: we just are. We just need to believe that the the mom, the queen of that one kingdom, was just wrong about her assumptions that everyone would hate her. Um, would hate them. Yeah,
0: kingdom. but then the other tribe um in the in the mountain or in the fruit frozen mountain bamboo forest or whatever, uh, who was. V- who was always at war with everyone? Um, why did they? Why are they no yeah. longer mad or at war? The film,
1: it, yeah, instantly makes the assumption that everybody is just happy. Things yeah. are back to normal. I mean, I
0: guess like the the thing that solved the problem was the dragons are back, um, and when the dragons are back, and when you have that's a kind of an ironic. Uh, message to the movie, like once you, when you have everything you need, because that's what kind of what the dragons represented. Every, they had right. all the rain. They had I don't, I forget exactly everything she describes in the beginning, but it seemed like they had every, everyone had everything they needed. They had all the, all the rain so and no water. So like when you don't, when you're not s- struggling for resources, peace is great. Everyone can be peaceful, but I mean, you take away those. You know finite resources from people and uh war breaks out so i guess maybe yeah. that's a th- the theme of the movie that's what we're supposed to take away from it but i don't know if the movie was thinking it was going there
1: again forgetting about the complexity yeah that could you could come up with in a more mm-hmm. creative script yeah at the climax mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, I think I think we're reaching the end of this podcast we've been talking for a good amount of time Um, but I would like to I don't know do final thoughts wrap up what we I don't know summarize a little bit Um so I'll start I thought in the end I thought this was a beautiful fun adventure from beginning to end there's a lot to like about this movie Um, but at the same time I I think it is not the quality of Pixar and it Does not live up to like the amount of depth or even like humor that uh, a well-made Pixar can. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: while there are holes in it, they're, they're fewer and further between than other Disney films. And I think, I don't know, I think you can enjoy Mm -hmm. it, but I'm probably not going to think about it or want to watch it again. I think
0: most people would enjoy the movie, but so I don't know if you want to pay $30 for just, to watch it by yourself, but if you have a family of four, or um, you know, you watch it with other people, then maybe it's it's probably worth it, <clears throat> worth a watch. Yeah. Especially right now, there's not a ton of of big movies out. Yeah, actually, yep, yep. any big movies out right now.
1: Soon though, uh, soon uh, soon we have a uh, full list of movies coming up. I don't think you've officially picked yours have you yet Sean
0: um yeah i I think I have right
1: um I
0: thought I was doing uh am I not doing um the um <laughs> the many saints of Newark with Nick oh got it okay so next up March 16th um
1: Derek will be our host and as of this moment we are gonna uh, review the movie sherry uh cherry cherry Um, It might switch because Cherry didn't get good reviews We'll see Um, We'll leave that up to Derek But that will be next Tuesday at 8pm The following March 23rd is going to be Nick and Derek They're going to do Justice League, the Schneider Cut And then the final week of the month Schneider Cut The
0: the Rob Schneider Cut
1: Schneider, Schneider Oh, Schneider Uh, (laughs) March 30th, the final Tuesday of the month Sean will then be hosting with Nick The Many Saints of Newark
0: The Sopranos prequel
1: Sopranos prequel. So that's our agenda for the month. Mm-hmm. I hope all you don't, tune in again.
0: Don't necessarily hold us to that. Um, we're kind of adapting and, and seeing. Yeah, we're flexible. And uh, yeah, we'll see what comes up.
1: Um, so please like and subscribe. And I hope you enjoyed the stream. Tune mm-hmm. in next time.
0: Smash like that subscribe later. button.
1: Smash it. See ya. Bye.